Welcome to the very first episode of What You Talking About. Our first guest today is Jennifer Muir. She is the first ever individual Scottish athlete to go to a CrossFit Games semi-final and she'll be competing at Strength and Depth in Berlin next weekend. We really hope you enjoy the chat and please don't forget to like, subscribe and share for more episodes and content. Enjoy! Jen Muir, thank you so much for joining me on our very first episode. Uh, how are you? How are you feeling about everything that you've got going on and coming up in the next few weeks? Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, I'm feeling good. I am looking forward to it. Um, just from watching like the semis at the weekend there, it's like quite exciting to kind of see like all the layout of all the events and stuff. So it's got me excited and nervous. <laughs> Um, you've had such an incredible few years and we're going to go into kind of semis in more detail in a bit but kind of going way way back how did you how did you find CrossFit um, because you seem to have kind of improved so much and you know it's all happened super super quickly for you um, well it looks that way on the outside I'm sure there's a lot of kind of work and everything and behind the scenes but where did it kind of start for you? So um, I started like in swimming, so swimming background, and I did that from like the age of nine up until about age 14, 15, where I then kind of transitioned to triathlon. Um, we would do like a lot of like land training with swimming, so there was like a lot of running involved. And then I was like naturally kind of just picked up the bike, so um, slotted into triathlon quite quickly. Uh, but I only actually did that for like a year or two because I was going into kind of my exam year at school and triathlon um, like CrossFit is so like time demanding um, to train for so I just could not fit it all in um, and from going from like training full-time to then like barely training um, I like needed to keep my fitness up somehow so I started just going to the gym, didn't really know what I was doing. Um, but there was a powerlifting group in the gym and one of them was like, Oh, like you you're moved like you move quite well, you should give powerlifting a go. So I did powerlifting for like a year and a half to two years. Um and then that kind of ties me into CrossFit. So when we went into lockdown, um, I was just like bored of powerlifting training because it like had so much time and powerlifting training um, doesn't demand that much of your time. It's like four sessions, five sessions max a week. Um, so my friend was like, uh, I started running again and just like going out on my bike. And my friend was like, you'd be like really good at CrossFit, like with the weights and the, the endurance kind of fitness and I had never heard of it and um, I actually the gym that I train at and work at is like 500 meters from my house had no idea it was even there like didn't know it existed and um, so then when we came out of lockdown I decided to join um, and I've just like loved it like came like my love for competing and like training to that competitive level like just all came back um, I, like just felt like it was for for me so because I've enjoyed it so much I feel like that's probably why everything's happened so quickly because I've just like threw myself into it so yeah 
I love that. And so did you have, were you quite a natural athlete as a child then? Obviously starting swimming quite young and then going into triathlon. Did it come quite easy for you? Or did obviously you have to work it anyway, but did it, were you quite yeah. an active child and you really enjoyed kind of the, I suppose, like early mornings and training? Did you always have that mindset? Yeah, so I guess like the so like the commitment and kind of like the dedication to training and the recovery and like um you know like I never never was because I've kind of been involved in sport I'm never really going out or anything like that so I never really felt like I was sacrificing like social events or anything like that um like the training and everything that comes with it was the stuff that I loved doing anyway so that was like my life like from the get-go so never found that um difficult and then the conditioning kind of fitness side of CrossFit um I really like enjoyed from obviously that triathlon background and then the weightlifting powerlifting was like a great help for that just like being used to like have like being used to having that way and not not feeling like it's daunting or anything like that the hardest part for me because I've never done it is picking up the gymnastics <laughs> I think a lot of people agree with you there <laughs> um I think you know it's one of them things isn't yeah. it? <laughs> unless you are a gymnast as a child it's like oh my gosh yeah. what is this it's so strange I mean I did gymnastics as a child barely and still I'm like no thanks <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> give me a barbell <laughs> um, yeah do you remember your first ever like wad that you did in a box? I actually don't. I wish I did. Um, so my first class was um obviously coming out of lockdown. So it was September um twenty 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 was my first class. Um, and I'm sure I'm sure it was the third of September. It's funny I remember that, but um. I actually don't remember the class, but I remember it just being like you were only allowed one hour in the gym a day, um, and like the everything was very like in your own box and your own bubble, um. So yeah, that we were in that kind of pattern for two months. Then we went back into lockdown. So from like the November to the April in Scotland, we were in lockdown. So I got like two months of one hour classes a day and then back into lockdown. So it was really like May 2021 that I was like, right, I'm learning everything. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So your first open, so 2021 open was when it was all, you could do it kind of from home, right? So did you do it from, was it your garage you did it in? Did you have yeah. like a bit of a setup? What was that like? It was good. So um, my friend Martin had just kind of told me, like, I because I had literally been in CrossFit for like two months, still didn't know what the Open was or the games or really anything like that. And he was like, oh, it's just like an online fitness competition. Like, it's no, no big deal. He was like, I'm going to do it. You should do it. So we did it in my garage and um, we just, we got like the pull-up bar fitted the week before. Um. <laughs> for this online comp and like getting a pull up, pull up bar um, fitted and I can literally do like a toast the bars and singles I was like right and right come <laughs> um but yeah so we did that in my garage I had like a like a like barbells and plates obviously from the powerlifting so yeah we did that in my garage 
and so obviously you say you're quite new to the gymnastics movements you've had a little bit of experience in the one hour a day classes how does that then did it give you more motivation knowing that you kind of had loads to work on or was it like what was your feeling about going back into CrossFit after that open yeah so um I guess with the being in the lockdown again I was like right nothing I can do about not learning the gymnastics um but I can focus on trying to learn the weightlifting so um tried to learn weightlifting during that time and then when the lockdown lifted I was like right I need to hammer these gymnastics skills um so that I can actually start like getting into some competitions and stuff so yeah that was kind of the like the motivation from when we got back into the gym was like start learning the gymnastics yeah and did you go did you know you wanted to compete quite early on in your CrossFit kind of career yeah so um like my like my whole kind of like sporting um like journey as a kid and stuff uh I've always said like a like when anybody's ever asked me what you want to do it's like always be an athlete but as much as I love sport I never really felt like I'd found my sport so my older brother he's a swimmer as well and like he just loves swimming so committed to it and I would just look at him like do you ever like not want to go to the pool like (laughs) do you ever not want to go back swimming but like I totally get it now with CrossFit because like there really isn't a time where I'm like I don't want to go to CrossFit I'm like yay let's go CrossFit (laughs) so I feel like yeah I've now like found my sport yeah and it's obviously paying off um you've done loads of comps obviously the last few years but what was your first comp you did do you remember yeah so it was a last May and it was um Castle Games that was my first well that was my first individual RX um I did um, Trinity Wars as a team of three in the Scaled um, the August before that. That wow. was like my um, like ever comp. <laughs> and did you, because I think there's such a thing about live competition, particularly in CrossFit, because it's such a kind of community and everything. Was, did you get a, a proper buzz from doing that straight away, even kind of, you know, being super, super new to the sport? Yeah, um, and for me as well, like, because um, I'd had so little time in the gym with lockdown and everything like that, I just wanted to, like, meet people and learn more about the sport because, um, like, I'd never really seen how it ran or, like, how ve- events were run or anything like that. So, um, yeah, it was important for me to kind of, like, get those experiences as well. It's so great. And so, like, fast forward then, I suppose 2022 Open where I can imagine looking back at the difference between 2021 and 2022 not only just obviously being in a gym but obviously honing in on your gymnastics and everything did you have a goal going into the open last year that you wanted to hit no so uh because I literally had no idea where I would place so that um open being like my first open in the gym was really to see where I would stack up and then from there t- like take it from there so um, I think I was 95th and when I kind of seen that score and I knew like the top 60 would go to semis I was like right next year I want to be in that top 60 so it, last year's open really just set the goal for me for this year 
Yeah. And it obviously, I suppose the last year, you've obviously since done a lot more comps, you've podiumed a lot um, in the UK and around kind of, did that prepare you going in? Because obviously the Open's quite different because you're on your own. And I know you've done a lot of kind of pairs comps and, and individual, but does that all, is it all just preparation or do you take it as one, you know, every individual comp is an individual comp or is it all leading towards this one thing? Yeah, so um, I think a bit of both, really. So, like each each comp obviously is like different, um, like whatever environment, whatever kind of like um scale it's on as well, um, just like where like the comps held or like how many people have signed up for the comp and stuff. But um, the reason I kind of flung myself into competition last year is because I wanted that competitive experience. Um, so that I could like have time to make mistakes, learn from them, like be put in uncomfortable situations that I would be like, right, did not like that, need to get better at that. So yeah, that was kind of why I like flung myself into competing last year so that I had like experience and um, I was prepared as well. Yeah. Are there any particular comps that you want to hi- that are like massive highlights for you that you really loved? Um, honestly, I love them all. Like, um, Battle of Meadowbound, Ragnarok, um, I absolutely loved. I feel like that was, um, that was probably one that, so Lucy Campbell had done it, um, prior and she had won it. Um, and then when I, like, when I had won it and, um, I, like, so many people were so supportive over social media and stuff. I was like, right that you can do this (laughs) so that was kind of one that gave me like a bit of faith in myself so yeah that one probably amazing and then so fast forward you are officially qualified you are going to semis this year did you working through that open how much how much pressure did you put on yourself I suppose or how like what was that experience like knowing that you had a goal that you wanted to hit this year um yeah like when I seen the workouts, so day one, um, the strict handstand push up one, I knew it was going to be bad for me. I'm terrible at them. Got big, big hang arms, <laughs> just pressing for days. So I mean, I seen that one. I was like, right, that is kind of damage limitation. Like literally, do as well as I can. Um, so I think after day one, I want to say I was like nine, place like ninety third. So going into day two, I knew I had to claw back, but I knew that um, event four was going to be a good event for me, like the Rhone and the GHDs. Um, so I just tried to go in with it with confidence, really, just being like, like this is your chance now to kind of claw this back here. And then the Sunday was really just um, don't don't lose don't lose all the places you clawed back <laughs> so yeah um but I actually went to um GST and did it in Wigan with the GST lot and like those guys are just so professional like it was so well organized um like I was like I didn't have any stress like everything was set up for me all I really had to focus on was doing the workout um so yeah I can't like I can't thank those guys enough for that how much difference does it make being part of, you know, a company, an organisation like that, where you've got all that support? How did that all kind of come about that you were going to be part of, of that team? And so last um, year when, so um, I didn't really, wasn't really following a programme, 
but a few people in the gym, a couple of them were following Mayhem, a couple of them were following JST. And um, when I was deciding about kind of going on to a programme, I had been jumping in on like more of the JST workouts more and I liked them. And um, JST were also kind of doing like these regional days. Um, so the guys were actually from JST coming to one of the regional days uh, last January in in Scotland so um, I joined then and I actually got to meet them so that was when like I kind of said to them I was like how like how do you uh, like get involved with like coming to Wigan and training at Wigan and they were just so friendly and welcoming they were like oh come like come whenever you want so I actually went and did like the first open workout with them last February and then ever since I just keep going back like every two months training with them um, and just like yeah get, getting involved but like the community and the support that they provide is just next level like I'm so glad I am part of it um, and like I cannot thank those guys enough. And does it make a massive difference having people because you know obviously in every single box across the you know the world everyone's training for different things and everyone's got different goals does it make a difference being among them people that have kind of similar goals to you and similar things that they want to hit for the season in particular? Yeah, massively. So like um, Ella, I've become really good friends with Ella um, and we're like the same age and she's just like a huge inspiration for me. So like getting to train with her and like, you know, see how she does stuff has been like probably huge in my, in like my development as an athlete. So yeah, she has been she's been great. Um and she's like one of my best pals now. So it's like it's amazing. It's so great, isn't it? Because I think and that's obviously what people talk about, particularly in CrossFit a lot, is the community sense of it. And I suppose when you're doing I assume competing can be quite lonely at times and going off and having these goals. So having someone that's heading for the same thing must really, really help. And obviously you've done comps together as well. How is it competing with friends? Because I feel so much pressure. <laughs> How do you find oh. that kind of dynamic when you're competing next to each other? Um, I love it. Like, so we um the first kind of one I did as a like big team was we did um strength and depth at with like Team Scotland, and that was like a team of twelve, and that was how I got to meet like the guys in Scotland. Um, so like people from like all over Scotland were in this team of twelve. And it was just so fun. I loved it. Um, and then the following year, so like um, this year actually, we did strength and depth with GST, and I got to meet like more people on GST. Um, and it was just so fun. Like I feel like every single person brings something to the team. Um, so yeah, I absolutely love it. I think it's like to me, it's like a weekend out. I'm like, yay. <laughs> Do you put so more good. or less pressure on yourself competing as a team or like a pair than you do on your own? Um, prob- probably more individual. Yeah. Is, is the team's more fun for you now? Yeah. Yeah, team, team I'd say, like, yeah, I feel less pressure in team because um, I, f- I feel like the pressure is shared among mm-hmm. how many people are in that team. Whereas when it's just you, it's like, I'll take all the pressure by myself. <laughs> but if it goes well, it's on me. If it goes bad, it's on me. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so I suppose we are like a week out from semis. 
straight in depth how are you feeling like how are the nerves is it like are you on deload what's the what's the kind of vibe at the moment so i am loaded with the cold <laughs> but partly this is a good week to get it so hopefully next week i'll be fine um but i feel like do you know what like i will never feel fully prepared you know like i feel like because when like when you try and do stuff to a top level like you can always do it better so I feel like um I'm just excited now to go and do it it's going to be what it is like I'm going to give it my all and I'll learn from it like get a good experience my first year at semis um and yeah I'm just like really looking forward to go and enjoying it um my whole family are coming and all my friends from my gym are coming so like I'm really excited for them to come and see and like get the experience all of them as well so yeah like I can't wait oh, it's so nice to have that kind of support especially because it's abroad this year obviously it was in London last year yeah Is it, how much difference do you think it will make having people there in the crowds kind of cheering you on in particular because there's always going to be people cheering and and crowds but having that kind of one-on-one support how do you think it's going to make a difference yeah I think it will probably make more difference like after the events so like during the events probably not going to even see them in the crowds but um after the events like to chill with them and like go chat to them and like get you know just get like a cuddle and stuff off them like it's gonna it's just gonna be great I can't I'm so excited that like they're all coming it is set to be a great event obviously we've just had a couple of semi-finals over the weekend does that kind of relax the nerves watching it so you've got a bit more of an understanding of you know maybe how to do things or the layouts how did you find watching it over the weekend yeah, I I feel Europe is in a like, great position being the last one because I loved watching it just even to see like the floor layout and stuff, um, and like you know just seeing like how far the transitions are and everything like that for each event. I thought that was, like it was it's probably had settled my nerves like having watched that um then going into like the complete like obviously you know the workouts but like the complete unknown with like the setup and the equipment and stuff so yeah I loved watching it have you been making notes no I mean not not notes but um yeah it's like it's been it's been good seeing like um people like thrive on certain events and then like maybe they've had like a bad event on other areas but they've still done well um because like I know for me like the handstand push-ups are going to be hard the rings are going to be hard but like I'm really looking forward to Linda um and the first event as well with the sled so Mm -hmm. it's been quite nice to see like oh you can have good and bad events and like it's still going to be okay yeah well you just answered my next question because my next question was going to (laughs) be which event are you looking forward to the most (laughs) so you say Linda yeah I would say Linda (laughs) have you practiced any of them yet yeah, so I've practiced Linda. Um, I've practiced the first one as well as I can because, like, the sled is just different. Um, with like the distance and like the length of the rope and stuff. And then have I practiced any other ones? So we did. Um, I'm actually just back from London when I did like a semi simulation with my friend Eva, 
Um, so we have kind of practiced them all as well as we could have. Um, so like the snatching event, we didn't have like an assault runner. So we did like just like a, a loop run. So like slightly different, but yeah, we've practiced them as like as well as we could have. How are you feeling? Obviously there's some new movements and combinations thrown in this year, like handstand pirouettes and, and the ring kind of complex. How how does it feel when it, they literally throw in something that you've probably never done before? Is it quite fun or is it more nerve wracking knowing that it's going to be you you know on the competition floor? Yeah, probably more nerve wracking. <laughs> I was um like if the it would be cool if they like brought out a new movement and then you know everybody had time to actually practice it. But yeah, I guess that I guess it's part of the sport like being able to adapt and pick up like new movements and new skills quickly so um yeah as what as <laughs> and in kind of preparation this is something I've always really interested with with people particularly obviously you've been an athlete for a lot of your life what is your kind of like mental preparation going into this like do you do you kind of particularly in the weeks leading up to it like is there more work you do to kind of make sure you're on top of your game like mentally as well as physically because it's a lot of pressure and it's, you know, particularly now CrossFit's growing as a sport with, you know, social media and everything. What is there anything you do differently leading up to a kind of an event where you're going to be pretty much on a world stage? Is there anything you've kind of done to prepare? Um, so my coach actually, like, he's always, like, saying to me, like, you need to focus more. <laughs> but my, um, like, my way of dealing with my nerves is, like, chatting and singing and dancing and <laughs> laughing. And, you know, um, whereas he's, like, in the zone, like, don't talk to me. Um, but, no, so I feel like leading up to it, no. Um, just, like, seeing friends, like, take my mind off it type thing, not really, like, letting it consume me. Um, and then in the warm-up area, it's just, like, focusing on, like, what I know I need to focus on, like, um, technique points or whatever it is I'm going into or if it's pacing um elements of the workout but yeah like I quite like chatting to people and like just like keeping my keeping myself nice and calm <laughs> yeah, so we'll be looking on the live stream for like you dancing like ready for funny 100%, 100% and my coach will be like that would you focus and I'll be like <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the best way to be though sometimes I know everyone has obviously their little you know things that they do but if that's the way that you get prepared and you why not yeah um, <laughs> it'll be great and we're definitely going to keep an eye out for that now um obviously all of the semi-finals have crossfit legends competing um europe particularly has got some amazing amazing people how do you feel about being like on a competition floor with with potentially people that i assume you look up to and that are goals for you how's that like do you fangirl do you how do you deal with it yeah um like I I do fangirl I'm like oh my god but I as well though I'm like one step closer to hopefully being being like them one day which is really cool um so yeah I'm like I'm excited to compete alongside them and it'll probably like open my eyes to the level they're at I'm like oh my god <laughs> is it is there anyone in particular that you're you're probably gonna fangirl over? Um, Laura Horvath and Emma Tall. <laughs> Amazing. Um, obviously, like 
semis it, it's so close now it's it's officially kind of here um the training is it all done and dusted now like what's your what does your last week look like now leading up to it so I don't really know because um Phoebe kind of gives me bits by bit so for example I have tomorrow's training and then I don't know what I'm doing Thursday Friday Saturday <laughs> Um, so <laughs> I don't actually know um, but I would imagine I am normal training for the rest of this week and then I'd imagine um, so I travel on Monday to Berlin uh, so I imagine on Monday Tuesday Wednesday it'll probably just be like a one session a day type training and yeah. then probably rest or active recovery um, and then Friday Saturday Sunday compete yeah and it's obviously a lot of volume in you know the three days that you're competing how does that kind of tally up to how your your normal day-to-day training is is it a hell of a lot more or is that you do you feel quite prepared to kind of go in and be like no my body's used to this I can handle it so I think physically you like your body is used to like you probably you train way more than the like what you're actually doing in a competition day um so like physically you like you do loads more training than like a 20 minute and a five minute event um in the one day so I feel like physically you're used to it but the mental kind of drain just being like in that environment and then like emotions being so high to then like relaxing and then being back up high again for your next event like that is the hard part and so like when we were on that simulation at the weekend there I was napping in between events (laughs) so tired (laughs) so Hopefully I can I can do that actually on the day as well because it, it definitely helps. Yeah, I always, always wish they had like a live stream in like the warm-up area or like the athlete area because I think it would be so interesting <laughs> to see what everyone does in between because I can imagine it's very, very different for, for yeah. everyone. Um, but if you nap, that's a great way to get through the day. Yeah, so if I can find like a quiet-ish uh, spot, I will nap. <laughs> Are you one of them people that can sleep anywhere? Yeah. <laughs> Very jealous. <laughs> um, so kind of my final question about semis is, do you have a goal in mind for the weekend? No. So the goal this year for me was to make it to semis and then anything more is a bonus. So it's really, again, like last year's Open see where I stack up so that hopefully next year my goal will be the games yeah amazing and so is your mind kind of already on like next season or is it like you're gonna do this weekend obviously see where you're at and then have a rest or do you just kind of completely straight away go into right what's next what's next year um no so I think like I'm just kind of keeping an open mind like anything could happen do you know like do like don't think I'll, I will make it but saying that like um the at the semis at the weekend like um said like Sydney Wells she got no reps on that ring muscle up event and has still made the games so yeah. I'm just like never say never but yeah. you never know and as you say yeah. like you can only do what you can do and I think it's going to be an amazing event it's a really obviously well stacked field but it's going to be really really fun to watch are you obviously there's gonna be a lot of nerves and a lot of obviously a lot of hard work but are you excited like do you think you'll enjoy the whole weekend in general 
Yeah, I'm so excited. Like, I think as well, just like all my friends and my family being in Berlin is just going to be so funny. And like, they are so excited. Uh, some of my friends, well, actually, the majority of my friends have never seen me compete. Um, and my brothers haven't seen me compete either. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Amazing. Do they, I like, understand CrossFit? I know that sounds like a silly question, but I often find when you get people that have never watched CrossFit before and they're watching and they're like, what on earth is going on? I'm so confused. There's so many different elements. Do they understand like what you're doing and what you're going for? Are they quite well like up to date on their knowledge of it all? So my um, brothers and my sister are just um, from being like involved in sport and stuff, but my mum will be clueless. <laughs> she will have absolutely no idea what's going on. So that'll be quite funny. <laughs> Well, we'll look out for her in the crowd as well then because it'll be yeah. great to watch <laughs> um I'm gonna let you go soon but I am gonna start a brand new obviously a brand new podcast but we're gonna have a quick fire round um with some of my favorite questions to ask people in general um so firstly your favorite lift a uh, clean uh favorite overall movement um oh, what is my favorite movement? Um, I'm gonna say back squat. <laughs> um, your preferred shoes to train in? Metcons. Um, an accessory you can't live without? Um, my like wrist warmers for your grips. <laughs> That's um, a great accessory. <laughs> uh, what about your favorite benchmark workout? Uh, I'm probably gonna have to say Linda. <laughs> Well, no pressure for this weekend now. You've said that. Know, You've said that on record. I'm here, but... uh, and my final question, this is like, I mean, I'm a massive CrossFit fan girl, obviously, and I, I love asking this people this question to, to people. But if you could build a, a dream team to go to the Games, with or without yourself, who would you have on it? Um. So this is where you're going to get me on my CrossFit knowledge because <laughs> I... Um, clueless. Um, <laughs> so, can this just be like my, like who I would want to yeah, go with? Of course. <laughs> okay, so it would be, um, me, Ella, Stevie, and then what other boys do I want on that team? Uh, Matt Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> You're like pick any crossfitter. <laughs> Stevie knows Matt we'll go with Matt Fraser yeah that's fine I mean it's funny isn't it how you can be so in it but it's so large that you you can't keep up with everything it's impossible yeah I and like being particularly like kind of new to the sport and you'd think I would actually go and like learn about the history or anything but I am clueless (laughs) when I first met Stevie I had no idea he'd been to the games it was like months later I was like have you been to the games? And he was like, are you hitting me on? I was like, I'm so clueless. <laughs> so, I mean, sometimes it's the best way to be though. Yeah, and like my, my friend, he is so clued up across it, like knows all the benchmarks and all the, like the athletes and he'll say stuff to me all the time. I'm like, what's that? He's like, you know nothing about your own sport. I'm like, ah, ignorance is bliss. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to ask you what your friend time was, but do you know that? No, no. <laughs> so I'm glad I didn't. No, I think I've done it once. Um and it was at a regionals day. I have no idea. 
yeah that's fair enough I think yeah ignorance is bliss sometimes maybe you wouldn't have got to where you are if you'd have known (laughs) this is true (laughs) so there you go um so obviously you've got a big few weeks coming up potentially a big few months and but looking ahead have you what are your kind of where do you want to get to in CrossFit obviously you said the games but like what are your kind of overall goals um for your CrossFit career yeah, so for me, I think um I will just kind of keep making goals as I go. So, like, this year's semis, hopefully next year the Games, and then, like, where I stack up at the Games will then be, like, where I take those goals. So, like, maybe it's, like, top 20, top 10, top 5, and, like, just kind of keep ticking off, making goals and ticking off goals from there. So, yeah. Well, I'm sure we are going to see a lot of you in the next few years. Um, and obviously in the next few months, we'll be cheering you on. Um, just a quick one. Where can people find you on Instagram, on socials? Um, and if you want to have any, if you've got any discount codes, anything you want to promote, I know you've got your t-shirts up for sale still. Um, where can people find everything? Uh, so everything's really on my Instagram, which is um, jennifermuir99 is my handle. So everything's really on there um and I'm really chatty so if you ever need need me just message (laughs) I love that so thank you so so much for being our first ever guest uh we will be cheering you on next week at semis and wish you the best of luck and just thank you so so much for coming on and chatting to us no thank you for having me (laughs) 